forever. Dog. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. How's everybody doing? That didn't sound that good. That sounded all right. That sounded like y'all are doing okay. It's a Saturday night. Up here, double bunned up on a Saturday. You guys enjoying your lives? You guys doing a, doing good in the world? Enjoying being a part of history or whatever this is? The f- this fucking age we're in is? I did mushrooms today. So, like, this, I'm... <laughs> I, I just realized I have not spoken to a single person today, and that's the energy we're going to have all day. How are you guys doing, though? You guys, enjoy, you guys excited to be here? Yeah? Everybody having a good time at work? You guys got good jobs and shit? What do you do? <laughs> oh, man, poverty. That's fun. That's always exciting. That's always, what do you do? You, you support her, I guess? Student? How, how do you guys eat? <laughs> just to get you just to, parents' money. That's the whole. You just you just had what? You just had popcorn chicken. That's funny because all the kids right now got popcorn lung. Am I right? Hey, okay, vaping. Jokes about vaping. Mm-hmm. What do you do for work? You look like you're employed. You have. Yeah. Black woman in the front row. She's employed. Shut up. You work for McDonald's Corporation? What are they? Really, I work for a company that was bought by McDonald's. Oh shit! Yeah. What do you do? Like content writing. Content writing? You you just do social media for Chipotle. (laughs) 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 Yeah. What do you What do you write? What type of stuff do you? Reports, research, just statistics. You are you the person that like? crops the graphs so they look like they uh, like McDonald's is good? Yeah. That's what you do? Yeah, it's like McRib tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just like, now the McRib and that's it. <laughs> wow. Your life must be fucked up with the whole Popeye's chicken sandwich thing. It's like every Sunday they got a new drop and y'all are still seasonal. <laughs> what are you doing? What do you do? You look like... You look like uh, like John Ham and shit. What do you? You look like a Latino John Ham. <laughs> you look like Juan Ham. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me, Juan Hamon. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> it's your little beard. What do you? Right? Right? Yeah, Juan Hamon, right here. What do you do? Photo and video work. You do porn. That's really exciting. I'm I'm really happy for your life, man. That's fun. I just got a new job too, man. I'm writing for a TV show, writing for Kevin James. That's weird. But you guys are you guys look like you can keep a secret, right? And working a lot, man. I'm tired and shit, man. I I didn't realize how tired I was the other day. A mouse came into my bedroom and I just went to sleep. I just I went to sleep harder than I would have had there been no mouse. I was like, you know, this is just the jolt of exhaustion that I need, you know. Like, he found his way in, he'll find his way out. I don't need to worry about this right now. I don't need to stress, you know? 
it's weird being in a writer's room all day, just every day of the week. You know, you like, because you're pitching ideas on the same topic just every single day for eight hours a day. So I got all these unrelated thoughts that I don't know how to get. I like, I've been thinking for the past month about how Kurt Cobain never saw Lion King, and like, who do who do I tell? <laughs> who do I tell? He died in April of 1994. Movie came out in June of the same year. How, like. He just missed it by this much, you know? Like, maybe you got a screener or something. He's very famous. Maybe you got a screener. You got an advanced copy. I don't know if he was in the Writer's Guild or whatever, but, like, he didn't get the theater experience is all I'm saying. Yeah, that is a sad joke, isn't it? That's a real bummer of a joke, especially because another Lion King just came out that he definitely did not see if it could get worse, you know? Been having a lot of sad thoughts recently. I've been, I'm not like suicidal or anything, but I did stop using airplane mode entirely and I fly a lot, if that gives you an idea of who I am. <laughs> gives you an idea of who I am. Yeah. It's very weird, man. It's very weird, because like, I feel like I was, more, I was so much happier when I, when I had no money, you know what I mean? It's weird, like making that transition. Like, I don't know who I am. You know, like everything before this point, it was all like survival shit, you know, because I didn't have any money. I was like, what do I, what do I have to like to get by? You know what I mean? And now I can like afford stuff. I'm afraid of who I am, you know? <laughs> what if I find out that I'm the type of dude that like just has one of those medieval tables where you just stretch people? You just, <laughs> just, just people come out of my apartment just long and shit. Like, what do I, like, how do I explain that behavior? You know what I mean? How do I explain being that person? I don't know, man. It's very strange. I'm having a lot of thoughts, man. A lot of thoughts. I, I understand how Trump is the way he is, you know what I mean? Not that I'm not, shut up, I'm not. Not that I, I don't respect it, I just understand how it happened, you know? Everybody thinks all these weird factors came in, like, it's just being a billionaire that makes you like that, you know? Like, we keep giving him all these weird excuses. Like, what if his dick is normal size and he's just like that? <laughs> Have you considered that possibility? We keep giving him all these, oh, he's got a little dick, you know how they are. But what if it's just normal? What do we do? <laughs> you know? Everything we've built is on a lie. It's built on nothing, you know? What if it's big? Have we considered that possibility? You ready for that reality? Like, what if he just has the biggest fucking... Because now we've established this reality where having a big dick means you're right. And so, like, what if he just unfurls the biggest donkey, just fucking dick, like, he's got to crank it out from one of those fire hose things, you know what I mean? He's just got the biggest dick, and now you got to be like, my bad, man, I didn't know you had such good ideas on immigration. That's my fault. That's my fault, man. If only you had unfurled your donkey dick a few years before, I wouldn't have been talking so much shit on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we trying to do? We're trying to make America great again. We're trying to go back to when we landed on the moon, allegedly. And we definitely did that. Oh, you guys all believe it happened. Okay. No flat earthers in here? Any, where are my flat earthers at? Anybody believe? You guys seen? You guys been all the way around? You seen the dome or whatever? I'm sorry. Maybe I get this from my father. My, my dad was like not... I wouldn't say he's a conspiracy theorist, but he did fold a lot of $20 bills in 2002, if that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense weird childhood I live man like what are we trying to go back to trying to go back to when America was moral back when all the boys were fucking and the girls were not and the math on that just kind of worked out 
Nobody was gay. We just loved the Lord. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all are a good crowd, man. I don't even need to. Y'all are fun as fuck already. I don't need to do any more of this. Y'all have heard enough of me, right? Y'all. Oh, no. <laughs> y'all feel excited to be here, right? You're in a good mood. Y'all enjoying yourselves? The fuck you need listen to me for, man? I'm trying to start a show. The fuck y'all doing? Y'all have the weirdest energy. I, I take it back. I take it back. No, no, no. No, y'all were warm and you, 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 you're just hot and you're cold. That's what you, that's you are. You're like, y'all are like immigrant parents, man. My Nigerian mom told me she was proud of me. I don't need your approval, but just give it to me. I'm not trying to, I have no stake in this nonsense that you're giving me. Are you ready to start the show? I swear to God, man. If anybody walked in this room not knowing what this is, uh, I suggest you walk out. Because <laughs> you're going to think different thoughts about uh, everybody who comes on this stage. Um, this, is, uh, this show is called Dark Tank. It's a podcast where uh, I make white people pitch solutions to racism. <laughs> Why are so many people laughing like you didn't know? <laughs> That's the show you paid to see. So I'm going to get the show started, and if you're not prepared, you're going to get prepared real fast. Um, your first panelist for this evening is one of the funniest comics in New York. You've seen her all over the place. She's been on HBO, True, True TV, all that shit. Nightly show with Larry Wilmore and all that nonsense. Everybody make a lot of noise for Carrie Cottett. Hello. Have a seat on any, anywhere. Carrie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. This is I'm better so light. You know what I'm saying? You got to know your angles. Yeah. Yeah. Take your light. Take your shine. You know, do what you got to do. Your next, uh, your next panelist for this evening is also very funny. He's one of the funniest comics in New York. You might have seen him opening for Alana Glazer on the road or just being funny, funny as fuck all over the city, man. Everybody make a lot of noise for Petey Diabriou. <laughs> Petey, how are you? Petey. The shit is on? Yeah, it's on. No, right? right. Y'all can hear me? Yeah. Well, we from New York, so we on Indian shit. Yeah. 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 If you can hear the sound of my voice, clap once. (laughs) Any any teachers in the room? Okay. Nah. Okay. Final panelist. Also very funny. You you may know him as a writer. I don't know if you know him. As a writer. That was... I didn't mean that. That's, That's not how I meant that. You may you know him. He's a writer on the After After Party, uh, and he hosts Comedians You Should Know at the Gutter Bar every Wednesday. It's a good show. You should check out. Everybody make a lot of noise for Soreen Choksi. What? The, make some more noise for him. What are you doing? Oh, man. I wish it had just been Kevin James who came out. <laughs> what if he's here? Yeah. Kevin, are you here? No, he's not here. I didn't... I, I don't know. I didn't expect him to be here. I, but y'all didn't need to see that disappointment on my face. <laughs> How are y'all doing? What's going on in your lives? Are you you guys living okay? Everything going on, going well? Yeah. That's yeah. It. Yeah. PD, I've seen a lot of killing uh, this shit. You see my headband matching my jacket. Come on, man. Yeah, this man. is not an accident. There's a stage in every <laughs> doing good, man. There's a stage in every black man's life where everything stops being random. You, you can see when he started making money. 
You see the pink on pink right here? Where things have changed in my life. You. I ain't gonna hold you. I was in the back. I was like, oh, this nigga socks matches. I was about to say, uh, <laughs> when your socks start showing, that's like I'm getting money confident. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck? Yeah, look, I'm a different man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's cold it's as cold fuck. Too, it's cold, too. It's cold as fuck. But I, you know, I just gotta, I gotta let him know before it all goes away. <laughs> There'll be a time when everything changes, and you know, you know how they get you taxes and all that. Choxy, how you doing? What's going on? I'm doing good, man. I'm very yeah. excited to be here. I've seen your sneaker game come up over the past few, uh, over the past year or you so. You know, I, I feel like you were part of that. Man. I was Motivating part of Motivating me, inspiring me. Yeah, I feel like, Go ahead, take you, a I look. Feel like that started Soak before. This is the first pair of look sneakers I get complimented on the street. It's great. Yeah? I would have never complimented you on those. <laughs> no? What the fuck are you doing, son? Really? I just complimented him on those backstage. Oh, okay. Ooh, we got man. different flavors. It's getting controversial already. It is. Cool. Yeah. Like, we're not supposed to be fighting each other. Like, you right. The wrong. Nah, I mean, no, they fine. need to know that there's diversity in thought in the black community. And, and sometimes it starts with this nigga's sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> Now everybody that's listening thinks I'm black with a very unusual black name. So <laughs> <laughs> many chalks, yo. I want to be the one to point it out, but I'm like, yo, <laughs> one of these is not like the. <laughs> one of one. these kids is doing <laughs> their own thing. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be very fun. I'm so excited for whatever is about to happen. Are y'all um, y'all ready to bring out our first gingerpreneur for the evening? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just do it. Let's get it started. Does somebody just go, what? <laughs> gingerpreneur is a portmanteau of the words uh, gentrification and entrepreneur. <laughs> if you ever make me explain some shit like that again, <laughs> I'll come into that crowd and I will fight you personally. Your first gentrepreneur for this episode is a very good friend of mine. She's so funny. She's uh she's from Burlington, Vermont. She's one of the funniest comedians in the city. And you know, she's about to pitch us some uh some wild nonsense that we're gonna be mad at her for. Uh everybody make a lot of noise for Anya Volts. Hello, how's everyone doing? Are we ready to solve racism <laughs> as a family? Uh, no, we did it in the first episode. This is a victory. <laughs> Just, yeah, we're just all noticed, happy to be here. Have you guys noticed how sick the world has been ever since Dark Tank solved racism when it first came out? Do you mean like sick or like sick? Like sick, you know, like we okay. solved it. Okay. <laughs> and this is the victory lap. Okay, um, that was just a yes and to your joke, so <laughs> I want to be clear about that. Um, hi, thank you, panel, for uh, humoring me and all the white people here tonight. And uh, I did take a notice, uh, I, I did notice backstage that none of the white people's shoes are good. So <laughs> you all have that. Yeah, that's like the new wave, especially with white women that I noticed. I don't be saying it's nothing. Like dirty, gross. Yeah, in my mind, I'd be like, yo, why do Air Force Ones look like that? What the fuck is your problem? That shit is a sin. Some real fly shit. That's a guy. Air Force really done. That shit hurt them my heart. Over. That should be hurting my heart. And then they choke them shits. I'd be like, what's going yeah. wrong with you, yo? There really is something powerful to be said for how y'all have just popularized the ugly shoe. Yeah. yeah. Really? Felines don't slap like that. What is the what is going on? Y'all just tall as fuck now? Is white women just tall? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I don't love it, but it is like the trend and I don't wanna like be taking up space in a space that isn't mine. So I'm like, great, ugly shoes it is. That's what we're doing. That's what white people are doing, and I'm happy to do that. Um, and I respect that. Yeah, thank you. 
uh, I'm happy to, you know, take one for the team. But I do, <laughs> I do prefer good shoes, just like aesthetically. I just know my place. Um, <laughs> and that's where we are. Okay, I can't wait to get into my presentation that I prepared for you guys. I'm really excited about this solution to racism. So let's just get right into it. Um, okay, so two pretty, two p pretty big problems in our world right now are uh, climate change. The climate crisis and racism, and I kind of I found a way that we can kind of like address both at once. Um, oh, are you trying to cancel culture? That's a bad start. <laughs> okay. You guys get it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I am trying to win you over with this, so I'm not going to comment on that joke. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so. Point me. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to get right into it. How can we save the planet with cancel culture? Welcome to the future, you guys. Um, so I just want to take us on a journey real quick. I want us to do like a group meditation of sorts. Um, I'm not closing my eyes in front of you, bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. I do not trust you. <laughs> Meditation with one eye open, bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> this is an... <laughs> this is an open-eyed meditation, yeah. I assure you. In fact, open eyes are going to be a theme here in this meditation. Whoa. Um, <laughs> So I just want to I just want us to go on this journey together. I'm just going to show a couple slides and we're going to think about what do these following extremely wealthy successful white people have in common, okay? <laughs> you may notice open eyes are going to be part of this. Very crazy eyes are kind of part of this. Um so Roseanne Barr, here we are. Um Lena Dunham. Oh my god. Uh Justin Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson, just to name a few. Uh, other than uh, it looking like it's physically painful for those few people to smile, um, they share the equally painful experience of being ostracized from society for varying levels of insensitivity to blatant racism. Um, I want to be clear that the painful ostracization is ironic, okay, <laughs> that they deserve it. Um, but also the fact that they're mostly fine. Um, like I said, they're mostly fine, and they're all still rich as fuck. <laughs> and just another picture of Mel Gibson, because he's insane looking. Um, so besides the fact that cancel culture basically does nothing, we have to ask, has it gone too far? <laughs> do we have to ask that? No. But people do insist on asking it. Some other questions people insist on asking about cancel culture um, for some reason. Can't we separate the art from the artist? Can't we say anything anymore? Uh, what are we supposed to do? Send all canceled people to an island? And I'm not really going to comment on questions one and two because the answer is no to both of them. Um, but the island thing I find interesting. And that's what this, is, that's what this presentation is going to be all about. I'm, Did, didn't I'm, they all just come from an island? <laughs> which island? As a Jeffrey Epstein joke. Okay. Oh. He, didn't <laughs> <laughs> okay. he didn't kill himself, by the way. <laughs> and that's important. I hope that that point makes uh, an appearance in every presentation. Um, so what are we supposed to do? Send all canceled people to an island. <laughs> the Pacific Trash Island is actually gorgeous this time of year. And I think, yes, you know, I think we send them to the Trash Island. Um, if we're all familiar with this island of trash in the Pacific right now. There's apparently more than one now, which is cool. So there's more room for all the canceled people. So it's like a, a, a trash archipelago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so 
The CCCC program will literally send canceled celebrities to an island to clean up our oceans for varied amounts of time depending on their offense. The amount of time will be decided by a jury of marginalized identities impacted by the offense. Okay? So I gotta work. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm out. It'll be compensated. (laughs) I'm not working for free any longer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, if you want white people to decide, that's, I just feel like they're not going to make the right choice is the only thing. Um, But that's, you know, that's up for, you know, we can talk about that. That's, I'm open to uh, criticism, obviously, because I agreed to do this show. (laughs) Um, So, uh, sincere mistakes and unintended faux pas uh, that are acknowledged and apologized for might land an offender a mere month or two um, and a lesson learned and the satisfaction of the planet being that much closer to maybe not dying in like 10 years or whatever the estimated time is now. Um, However, the more severe offenses combined with the existing unlikability of the offender could warrant a lifetime sentence. Um, So for example, Mel Gibson would be on the island forever. Do we get what I'm saying? So we're never gonna like run out of like trash helpers on this island, even if everybody learned all their lessons. There's gonna be some like lifetime Mel Gibsons cleaning up the ocean. How are you doing, Udoye? I'm struggling. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I like it because I didn't know how to spell faux pas until you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, pause. pause. Yeah, faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fuck pause, like fake pause. Fox cool. Pass. Yeah, Fox Pass. And this is, you know, <laughs> this is a learning experience. There's Thank a lot you. to be gained from this show. Um, so you might be thinking, great idea, Anya, or not. That's fine. But if you're thinking, great idea, how will we pay for it? So. Um, it'll be fu- it funded in part by all the money that we're currently sending into prisons because in this world, the prison problem isn't going to be what it is right now. Um, just because I feel like another person that comes onto Dark Tank is going to figure that out or has already. I don't know. Um, no, we're all done. We're done with everything. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all fixed. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Um, but we'll mostly be funded by the plastic straw tax. So this is my this is me saying we're done with paper straws. We're going to keep plastic straws. Because we'll just like make a little bit of tax so that Mel Gibson can be like alive on an island cleaning up those plastic straws for us. He's not gonna be paid, but you know we're gonna make sure he stays alive to do it. Um, so that money will go there. Tampons and we be fucking up the turtles too. Tampons are fucking up the turtles, that's and also crazy. to be honest, our pussies. But that's another conversation. No, let's get Why into you it. Why ask me? Like, I got a different pussy. <laughs> like, you said it, but he, like, for real? Like, he know. don't trust nothing you say. I just, <laughs> thought, it, I just thought it was the straws. I didn't know. <laughs> um, and then we can keep using those plastic things that we put cans in. You guys know what I'm talking about. Because it's all going to just be cleaned up by Roseanne Barr and Mel Gibson. And it's fine. And it's paid for. It's just in the purchase of the item. And we can just say goodbye to paper straws forever. Um, We can live our lives as usual without the unique and specific nuisance of paper straws. But now, with the added pleasure of knowing our plastic consumption is actually extremely ethical, as it is making Mel Gibson's life harder. (laughs) So that is uh, now it's ethical consumption. There he is again. The only problem is that they're too old and it's going to take them too long. There so we need like young, <laughs> we need younger offenders. Oh, I mean, we have plenty of younger offenders. Okay. I just didn't, I, I wanted to choose the craziest looking people for this slide <laughs> <laughs> show. But we have, unfortunately. That is a good, that is a good point. Because yeah. it feels like this is now feeding into a cycle of, uh, of like a, a, 
a private school to Prison Island Pipeline. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where we now have to, like, manufacture these races to keep the... Well, I- the <laughs> To keep the island <laughs> yeah. manufactured. Yeah. I, did, yeah, I did think about that. I'll be honest with you. So the best I way you can help the planet is be really racist. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. An interesting, wow. An interesting perspective. And I am... Um, I, I did think about that. I the my main uh, and obviously this is not a perfect plan yet. That's why I'm bringing it to you guys <laughs> to just workshop it a little bit. But I it did occur to me that they're kind of not going away anyway. You know they do keep on doing this bullshit, so we can just like capitalize on it while they're doing it. I have a question. Yeah. So my problem with this, and by the way, lovely presentation. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for all the time you spent putting this together. My problem is that you put the onus on the celebrities. Now, we're talking about demographic and numbers. Celebrities are 1% of the population, if that. So doesn't it seem likely that we really need to focus on what to do with 99% of these other racist motherfuckers? Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, it, feels, Absolutely. it feels a little bit, you know what I mean? And then the other thing is we're going to put racist people on an island so they could procreate and just breathe <laughs> like a superhuman racist? Like, who's yeah. Mel Gibson yeah, yeah. going to fuck? Yeah, yeah. Roseanne Bard and the baby's first word is nigga, and I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. Absolutely. So. I, I will say that this program is for because twitter because yeah crafty crafty you see what i'm saying that's why they can't be trusted because she came out here so much she's gone south racing meanwhile your yeah. pitch is how can we create a super breed yeah. of racist wow absolutely yeah. i do hear i hear everything your you're saying open. i hear it i will say that this is not specific to celebrities i'm using celebrities as an example um, because we're, they're the ones I that we know about. I took this very seriously, guys. I'm sorry. I have no, idea. <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. I am. A, I love the. I love. I, I'm also taking it seriously. I'm glad we're taking it seriously together because this is very serious. <laughs> Everyone's hand is shaking. Y'all yeah. can't see. <laughs> um, I do have a tremor. It is medical, but um, <laughs> I do want to. So be we won't put that. you on the island. We want to outbreed that. <laughs> sorry. I mean. <laughs> Absolutely. I will I will say to your first point, it's not just specific to celebrities. I'm using celebrities as an example. That's a great point, and I wasn't clear about that. But you know, because of Twitter, I feel like we're really able to cancel a lot of people, not just celebrities anymore. And I I, I feel like anybody who who feels canceled is now eligible for this. And there's a lot of people out there who feel canceled, you know? They're like, oh no, I can't say anything anymore. And it's like great, you're going to the island, you know? It's done. You're going to the island also because of all like the birth control that's in the ocean now. I feel like the procreation thing is not going to be really a problem for them. But it's a great point. And the birth maybe control in the ocean? That's tur- that's like I mean now I'm just now this is turning into an environmental slideshow. Wow, but uh, environmental racism is a thing. Let's get into it. <laughs> it's true. Let's get into it. Let's talk um, about the birth oh, control in the water. Control. But there is birth control no, in the water. Uh, and you know I don't know so how like, I don't know how so fertile like, Roseanne is right now, but. <laughs> But it's worth talking about, and I do appreciate. But like, just on the, while we're on the subject, like, where would one procure some ocean water? <laughs> <laughs> do, what's the question? <laughs> what's up? We don't have to talk about it. No, I. I get it. I just want you to clarify yeah, what you're talking about. We don't have to dwell on this for okay. too long. Okay. I do. I mean, this is your time, not mine. 
<laughs> this is all of our time. Okay, I don't actually don't remember the rest of it. Okay, so in a sense, uh, by the canceled not learning or changing, we don't have to either is the point. So we can keep on being horrible to the planet because we're sending out the bad people to fix it for us. Um, and uh, the world is somehow better for it. Um, join me, sharks. Uh, Mel Gibson, one more time. Let's make trash clean up trash. That's my presentation, I think. Oh yeah, there it is. You know what this you know what this feels like to me? It feels like um it feels like how you kind of feel okay throwing like aluminum aluminum cans outside on just on the ground cuz you know some Chinese lady's going to oh come by God. and pick them up. You know what I mean? Where you're like this Isn't is this, this is a problem that's going to fix itself. <laughs> <laughs> who's 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 yeah. you in this scenario? <laughs> I'm talking about the specific Chinese lady that picks up the cans outside my Uh, apartment. That's crazy. Okay. (laughs) She's a real per. Okay, I know like the word Chinese sounds racist. (laughs) And you've talked to her. She's from China. My point is that it's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. 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 For sure. Absolutely. Anyone else? No, that's why Shane Gillis got canceled from SNL. Nigga, what's wrong with you, yeah, sir? Yeah, and then I talked so much shit. That's what he said. I was talking so much. Oh, oh no, yeah. he didn't say Chinese. No. Oh, yeah. He, it's he, no. A t- entirely yeah. different. No, his was worse. You're right. <laughs> and that's also why you're not on SNL right now, is because you just said that right now on this podcast. Nice. Okay, okay, chill out. There are other reasons I'm not on SNL. <laughs> Y'all chill the fuck out. I don't do impressions. I don't read off a teleprompter that well. There's a lot of reasons. Y'all chill the yeah. fuck out, okay? You and you're, s- you're too busy making all that Kevin James money. You don't yeah. have time for that. Yeah. Yeah, he's too good for SNL, you guys. <laughs> nah, I anyway. take it. Anybody else got anyway. some commentary? Yeah. That's it. So That's it for the, me. just so I understand, the fundamental premises: you, uh, anyone who's canceled, they then become some kind of white human Wally robot mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. trash island mm-hmm. for a certain period of time, mm-hmm. and then uh, if once their sentence is up, they get do they come back? Yeah, you. but uh, oh yeah, I completely forgot. Now to are they that. Uh, like Carrie they're, was they're, sort of mentioned? Are they like super powerful? So to speak, is like you know writing essays and shit on why what they did was wrong. Like, it's not like they never learn their lesson. But the people who stay out there, I'm kind of like, they're never coming back, you know? Like, do we need to pay for Mel Gibson to learn to not say the N-word a lot? I got a question. Because he's out, like, he's gone forever. He said the N-word? I don't even be watching the news. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a while ago. And honestly, I just think he's so uh, he repugnant said. that... Tell I me mean, about what he said. <laughs> he told, was it his girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I was just as specific as I'm willing to get. <laughs> Quote it. Word for <laughs> word. Can you say it? Please, can you tell us stuff? Recap. I, recap. I didn't hear her. Summarize it, if you will. Yeah, yeah. My question... Okay, so let's say that I were on board. Because I'm interested, I'm not going to lie. The idea of secluding these motherfuckers (laughs) is kind of interesting to me, right? But, you know, white people aren't an inherently, uh, how do I say this? Hardworking group of people. (laughs) Historically, they've always paid other people to do it, right? And this is manual labor, right? Mm -hmm. I assume. Mm -hmm. Sure. So how do we ensure that there are people meeting their quota? Like, what are the productivity levels? (laughs) Would there be an uh, overseer? I don't know if that's Mm. the word. How do we make sure that they are picking up the right amount of trash each day. Like, who keeps them working? Mm. That's a great question. I love that. Well, I, you know, part of the budget is going to the people who oversee 
it. Like the people who are, uh, you know, making sure quotas are being met and stuff. So there will be like paid, paid uh, guards, so to speak. I don't. They don't need guards. Do they have um, guns? And they are. Are they allowed to uh, use them? Sure. All right. Cool. The sure. answer to your question is me. <laughs> me. Are you you want to go do this? Yeah. Okay. So great. We have our first recruitment. Um, I'll do it for free. But yeah, I would say. No, no, no! <laughs> they will have your for black ass on the island for, doing it for free. In this exchange for starts. oh in my ex- god! In exchange for stop. I only did this podcast to make sure that you were not getting sold back in into exchange. slavery. <laughs> I came to the meeting. What the fuck, you doye? I'm a you danced in the beginning. I'm just. <laughs> I dance because I like to dance. <laughs> I like to dance. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to do it in exchange for stock in the island. I'm going to be a part owner. You could also just get stock in the island. <laughs> I want to be a part owner and feel like I'm participating. Okay, great. I'm, I'm a hands-on boss. You want to shoot racist. That's what he want to do. What? You want to shoot racist. That's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Sure. You know, the, the motivations, as long as everybody's there to make sure that the, the canceled people are doing their job, uh, I don't, you know, if you, want, if you want to be there to shoot them, that's fine. If you want to be there to I have do. your stake in the island, that's fine, too, if it's some combination. How do people get canceled? Is it like an app? Everybody should be like, ah, yo, green or red, we going to cancel them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like social media in general is really serving that, uh, is, is already that app in a lot of ways, but we could launch another one. Mm. That's another like form of revenue. Like a Survivor Island type of joint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the reverse. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, I feel like you were just saying absolutely to anything Petey said. No, I, no, no. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I I want PD to feel like he's got a stake in this too. If he wants it, if he wants it, this I just want to be able to cancel. I never can. I'm from the hood. I never cancel oh, nobody. You can <laughs> cancel. Fucking life. You can cancel. I've been reading about it. I feel we like can my all vo- cancel. I still if we feel want. like my voice don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> cancel niggas my but whole if life. If you invest in, in the trash island, <laughs> your voice will be the only one that matters. Yeah. Would anyone like? Is anybody interested in in investing in this project? Product. <laughs> Sounds like a prison is a black woman. I stand for a prison moratorium, so I don't like it. I'm out. Okay. That's fair. Petey? She's smarter than me, so I'm out, too. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with me. Simple. 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 Simple shit. Uh, Chauncey, you're kind of well, backed into a corner Carrie, here. Yeah, no, Carrie and Petey are not for it, and I feel like if I was, somehow that's anti-blackness. I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> no. For those All reasons, right. I'm out. All right. <laughs> Respectful abstinence is yeah. is a uh, welcome on this podcast. <laughs> Not sexual. Okay, I feel like your minds went there. Um, Anya, thank you so much. Hey, for thank you for, for having me. Thank, thank you, Anya. Thank you. Thank you. Best Best luck great you. great thank presentation. I feel like I need to clarify the thing about the Chinese lady earlier. I just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's like, you know these Chinese people everywhere just picking up cans. He's like, y'all don't see them too? Come on. <laughs> you know the one lady that comes to my apartment specifically? And she, okay, no, I'm going to cut that All in out. the cans while you're trying to sleep? <laughs> you like, what's that, a raccoon? <laughs> You want to bring up the next person? Okay. <laughs> Let's bring up. What are you going to say? Nothing. Okay. All right. Your next uh your next uh 
He next entrepreneur needs no introduction. He is a uh, uh, presidential candidate uh, <laughs> in the 2020 United States presidential election. Everybody make a lot of noise for Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah! Hello, hello, hello. Oh, that, you don't need that. You don't need, you don't need this. You don't need, hello, 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 hello. Thank you, sure. <clears throat> Mr. Sanders, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I feel good. I've been walking around a little bit. I've been <laughs> shooting those blue basketballs in the, the little basketball hoops that they have in various bars. I was playing, I was upstairs playing bocce ball here at Union Hall, which I salute because I'm a firm supporter of the union. <laughs> Thank you, Gutoya. I treasure this experience and the ability to to come here and pitch, you know, some ideas to you know, oh, make a I'm very excited to have you. Sure, uh, great. One percent of the top. Ten percent. That's me warming up my voice. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, Senator. Well. Let me say this, and when I say that, what I always mean is <laughs> I am going to talk a little bit too long from my point of view, which I understand is wrong. I am part of the problem, and that's one of the things that I think that white Americans should realize is that we are all part of the problem, and I understand that I am as well part of the problem. <clears throat> That is why I am running for president, because I think that even though I am comically, absurdly too white for the situation <laughs> at hand, it is my way of giving back to the community that has suffered from racism so greatly in this country for so long. Not only dating back to the 1960s when I was an activist, but also for centuries before that. And I think that's wrong. In my view, and whenever I say that, what I mean is that's the way I see it through my myopic Vermont prescription lens crafters, in my view, and that there is going to be very difficult to change my mind on how I see things in my view. In my view, white people got to give it up. We gotta, we gotta give up some of the power that's out there, and that's why I have made proposals, not only for nationwide rent control, uh -huh. nationwide rent control in this country, where we can come together. I like to do this hand motion that we can come together. <laughs> that our, that rent, rent can, control can be established as a way to level the playing field between landlords, usually white, <laughs> and people suffering from the skyrocketing problem of rent, out of control rent. And as you know, it's built into the, one of the you know, gentrification that you have on the show, and so forth. <laughs> gentrification. <laughs> gentrification is a great problem in this country. It is a crisis unprecedented since the Civil War. <laughs> I say this to the crisis of gentrification. 
When life gives you Lulu lemons, make affordable housing aid. You did your notes? What? <laughs> no more notes? Well, I'm tired of waving them around. It is more true to the character if I don't. I, there's no stool. I thank you for those notes. I treasure the interaction to receive input from the African-American community, people of color. Gentrification is out of hand. And it must be reined in. And that is why I think that every yoga studio that moves in to a neighborhood that is a depressed neighborhood that has been oppressed already, where people are suffering economically for for ra- for the, the you know racial and class reasons. I'm always going to throw that in there. <laughs> I think those Lululemons, those yoga studios, should be repurposed into white guilt yoga studios, <laughs> where the positions that are taught at these yoga studios are re- are. Deliberately designed to encourage not only a recognition of one's privilege, racially and economically, I'm always going to throw that in there, (laughs) but also, I think that physically, through our posture, we can learn some humility, and I say it that way, humility, (laughs) because my favorite letter of the alphabet is the letter H. So I propose a yoga studio where you will show, if you're white, if you are white, above a certain income level, I got to throw that in there. (laughs) This is part of my plan. You could go to my website and we will capture your phone number and zip code (laughs) and we will never let you go. (laughs) If you want to read the entire plan. (laughs) These yoga positions include downward mobility dog. (laughs) Where, yes, you will, you will, as a white person participating in a yoga studio that recognizes the privilege and heredity of commodity status in society and so forth, you will go through the motions of willfully putting yourself in a downwardly mobile economic, which itself can contribute to a more egalitarian. Do I convince anyone when I do this? Enough? <laughs> Sometimes it feels like I'm, like I'm, talking to a lot of people, and sometimes it feels like I'm in a sand trap. <laughs> Quicksand, trying to claw my way out. Another position you could imagine is that salute the sun and admit that you are part of the problem. <laughs> and that's just, you know, you just show up and you go, hi, what can I do for you? <laughs> I am practicing, I am beginning a pilot program where I am beginning to practice some of these ideas. <laughs> From my, you know, the gentrification and so forth. I am practicing in our campaign, in our conversation with the country. We use these, by the way, side note, phrases like, in this conversation with the country. We use that as a way to humbly say, I'm an arrogant guy running for president. (laughs) In these conversations I'm having all around the country because I'm trying to grab the highest office in the land. (laughs) We, look, I am already establishing some of these, you know, yoga positions of humility. Uh-huh. Whenever I sit down, I slouch. <laughs> I always dress. I, this is the same JCPenney suit 
that I rolled into accidentally <laughs> the night after the incident. <laughs> the incident. We don't, you know, it's like I had a severe, look, I had, I had a severe lack of aspirin. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and I, I'm wearing the same thing. I, <clears throat> the idea <laughs> is a national rent control coupled with national mandatory racial sensitivity classes in the form of yoga classes for white people. <laughs> and also, I believe in legalizing not only marijuana, but also letting everyone out of jail who was imprisoned for marijuana, which vastly affects African-Americans, people of color. <laughs> I don't think we should stop there. I believe that psilocybin mushrooms should be legalized retroactively <laughs> to the 1940s. Yes, if it's really cool. Am I getting a, oh, there's all I see is lights that I'm getting. Uh, and, I, and, I, and, and I believe, good, yes. I believe, this is all in my platform. I believe that African Americans and people of color should get a beer when they need one and they're on stage. For far too long, our brothers and sisters have had... <laughs> to go through too much trouble to get that. It should just be brought to you, and there should be white people attending to these needs. <laughs> I fucked with everything you talk about. Once yeah. you said weed, yeah. He had me a psilocybin. I was like, <laughs> Uh, pardon? Is what I said in my mind. Okay. Uh, yes, pardon. Pardon me, pardon you. Pardon, let's, let's have a pardon party. <laughs> when I... When I am elected president, yes, it will be an incident of fantastic whiteness. I'm not going to cover that up. But you think of me as a battering ram. You can see the evidence. I am, I am completely bald, as if I am picked up by a far more diverse group of people than you imagine looking at me physically. And you pick me up, and I am merely used to open the doors of the castle. After which, I will listen to people like Nina Turner and Cornell West, and I will back... Look, when I am president, there will be a lot of listening and going, yes, what she said. <laughs> I am running for president to be the last white president, and that is the culmination of my racial program. I believe that I should be the last white male in this country to have the keys to the White House. And I intend to be president for four years and then take the key to the White House and throw it in the Potomac River and, and say, no more white guys are gonna get it. No more white, after me, it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Stacey Abrams or even Nina Turner herself. I am the final white guy I am the guy that shows up and says, we're done, folks. That's all, folks. Da -da -da. I do a little tap dance, and I say, hey, that was white. Was it fun? Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> and then we turn over a world that is drastically changed in its power structure. Are there any questions? Can I start by asking who is going to be your vice president? Sure. This is a question that I... It's impossible for me to answer this question now. Um, 
my vice president has to be a woman and a person of color. If it's not, I'm really fucking up. <laughs> there, there has been... There has been nobody more likely to make sure that the running mate is not someone who looks like me than me right now, Bernie Sanders. Because I look at myself in the mirror and I say, wow, the sex appeal. And the second thing I say is, that's a little bit too white. You look like you were beat up by a cotton candy machine. <laughs> so, yeah, Stacey Abrams comes to mind. Okay. Kamala Harris. Let's find out. It doesn't sound like those are popular choices. Queen <laughs> uh, Latifah, I'm open to. <laughs> you feel about UNITY. Is there possible? Okay. Is it possible that I could have Desus and Mero both? <laughs> can have. Have... That is remotely possible. I am in favor. Mero could be a speaker of the house or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Let's yeah. get started on it. We need more than twenty-seven yeah. bucks average donation. Get started. Let's get going. I mean, they got money. They're on Showtime now. Donate to the campaign. <clears throat> I am not on Showtime. I am boycotting wow. big subscription cable <laughs> <laughs> because they don't have a lot of national news coverage. But I am catching up on must-watch television like C-SPAN and Meet the Press. <laughs> is there any commentary from the panel? Anybody have any questions for please, the Please, please. The Senate? It is time for me to stop talking. <laughs> And to turn over the time in the spotlight to people of color. It is time <laughs> for someone who is white on stage. If you have, you know, if your colleagues have the courtesy to allow you to remain on stage, to yield your time like we do in the United States okay, Senate. Okay, Senator go, Sanders, I have a question. <laughs> Senator Sanders. For me, Senator. As, yeah. as a white man of great wealth and privilege. <laughs> yeah. Senator, we have a question. Thank you. My question is, I'm intrigued because there are a lot of yoga studi studios popping up, but that addresses what they're going to do for, four, what are classes, 45 minutes, 45 minutes. But that doesn't account for what they do with the rest of their racist ass state. Don't interrupt me, sir. <laughs> so what I want to know is what happens if someone is doing really racist shit out in their real world? Like if you call the cops on an innocent black person, you just going to do two a days? Like I just want to know, like do you bulk up on, because also as a black woman who historically has not had a chance to speak, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's my duty. <laughs> Because really, what I want to do is reclaim my time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, should I answer off microphone to make up for... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, yes, the panel will prefer that you answer just distant enough from the microphone that it sounds like you're in a tunnel. Well, if I'm this far away from a microphone, I probably sound like a normal person <laughs> on a microphone. <laughs> Let me answer this. I treasure that question. When I, when I say that, I mean it was a little bit painful. But it felt good. Like exercise. Because I think that, you know, there needs to be some recognition of privilege that'll burn a little bit. And the pun is very much intended to stay in your mind for a long time. We must come together in the interest of radical change and revolution that will involve a lot of puns. 
These yoga classes, to answer your question, should take far longer than 45 minutes. <laughs> I anticipate four-year yoga programs. It should start to feel like boot camp. There will be an assessment upon intake about how much privilege you have. If there is, you know, historical, family, wealth, and so forth. You know, mitigating factors, what may or may not have been done, are you a gentrifier, et cetera, and so forth. And that will be taken into account, and you may be in this racial re-education yoga program for four years or maybe six years if there is a grad school element to it. Okay. I thank you for the question, Mr. Speaker. <laughs> Uh, Senator Sanders, I'm, I feel very privileged to speak to you right now. This is a the privilege is all mine. I assure you. Guess <laughs> um, the. I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, the whitewashing of yoga is a topic of conversation, uh, especially among South Asians and uh, people in diaspora. So I was wondering, who will it be that will come up and actually create the curriculum? Oh, he said, "Fuck your class." Ah. <laughs> This is a challenging question. And I think it is a valid question. And Great when I question. start to say, thank you, thank you. Great question. Thank you. <laughs> and, and I agree, the question is not only great, it is also challenging. <laughs> I believe that there should be some elements of self criticism along the lines of a struggle session that Chairman Mao would have instituted during the Cultural Revolution of the 1970s. However, still allowing small businesses to still exist. <laughs> but still, some of the self-flagellation you should come up with and go, here's what I think I need to work on as a white person. Now, if you got one of these wild bucks, one of these pickup truck guys that does not acknowledge that's going to be tough. You're going to have to wrangle them into these yoga studios like, like the beginning of Jurassic Park. You know, when you've got a cargo container full of the raptors, that some of these white people are not going to go easy. They're going to say, yoga, yoga, the list. What are you, on the list? I'm not, I'm not, yoga, I voted for Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump. Imagine how satisfying it will be to have Donald Trump himself, like a velociraptor, inside a cargo container, being forcibly loaded into a racial re-education yoga studio with people zapping him from outside. And of course, he'll be snarling. Shoot! I believe that's the quote from the movie that we will not be able to participate, that we'll not be able to take that far. But yes, there should be a coalition of people. White people should do the majority of the labor, and we should also be able to open to people who are South Asian heritage. Um, probably, probably, my first thought that's probably a bad idea is Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> <laughs> But less, I think, I think that there is a way to do this. There is a way to do this that I believe that, you know, people of color can have the say about how it needs to go respectfully and white people can do a majority of the labor and also get stuck in some uncomfortable positions for a very long time. Who's, who's going to own the studios? I think that they, well, Last like question. everything. Not white people, child. Last question. 
I, I appreciate that question. I treasured these moments. <laughs> <laughs> that question is not only valid, it is also fair, and it is challenging in a way that makes us grow as a generation. And I am being very generous <laughs> in allowing all of you to say you're part of the same generation as me. Someone who looks at boomers as young people. <laughs> like everything in every program that I have ever proposed since I was mayor of Burlington, the yoga studios will be publicly owned. I believe that a cooperative where private uh, investors of color should be allowed to buy, buy into them and also heavily subsidized by the federal government and the states. That is my belief. I, I got a question. Yes, okay. thank you. If you make, Senator. like, I don't know yoga. Wait. Oh, I think we're, run, we're oh, running out of time. Oh, my bad. I, I, my bad. Bernie's about to, to die, so I'm he got to go. My bad, Bernie. Yeah. He must the senator has a little. Five other events. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have five other events tonight. I am speaking at Little Fields to, <laughs> to address... <laughs> White indignities visited upon Asian Americans. <laughs> I will be, um, I'm just doing a tight five. <laughs> over <laughs> a tight five over at um, uh, uh, the Bell House. <laughs> well, for the record, I did not cut you off. All right, cool. <laughs> um, I think uh, the final question here is Does the senator have your votes? Uh, you have my vote on this one. I'm, I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Okay, the audience isn't into it one bit. Very. <laughs> just, the, just the way you dove into it. <laughs> so, oh, there's a lot. Rest of the panel? Great. I, Good. I don't, I don't know. I can't vote right now, but <laughs> you got to check me in like another couple years and then we're going to talk about it. After your first term. I yeah. will need your vote for re-election, but I plan on being re-elected and then immediately resigning from office <laughs> to take a long vacation. <laughs> I want to beat Donald Trump and then let every... Let you get a yes because you say you're going to make weed legal, so I fucks with that. He said that 12 minutes ago, too. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that's you all, I don't do yoga. I do yeah. weed, nigga. Okay. I don't know yoga. I know fun. <laughs> It'll be a yes to me because I got to stick with Petey because yeah. we made a pact and you know what I'm saying. So. <laughs> All right. Thank well, you. I value your endorsement. I, I treasure these moments. <laughs> Mr. Senator, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so thank much. You very much. Very much. Thank you. Feeling the burn. It's very hot in this room. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, we did it. We, did you get a couple more? You guys okay with a couple more? We got one. Let's move on to your next entrepreneur. She's very funny. Uh, she's fucking huge on Twitter. How'd you get so big on Twitter? What the fuck happened? I went through a really bad breakup. Oh, hell yeah. She went through a real bad breakup, and now she's here. Everybody make a lot of noise for Rachel Sennett. I'm actually the girl with the Air Force Ones that everyone was talking shit about. Oh, <laughs> but those yeah. are newer ones, though, because I've seen way worse on your feet before. Those are like, <laughs> you breaking I know those what you're in. About. Yeah. Here's what's hard, though, is I feel like if if your sneakers are really dirty, you get made fun of, but also it's bad to be a white girl with like the cleanest, newest sneakers. Like when I first bought these, I also felt weird. It's okay, internal. It's um, internal. Yeah. <laughs> That's internal. Do you know that what might I mean? be useless. 
What? I didn't mean to call you sis. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll just leave you get. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So this is good. You like these? Cool. Yeah, they're just dirty enough. They're just dirty enough. Okay, great. It's like a month in is the ideal. So you had those for a month. Yeah. I always wonder how the white girls got them so dirty. Like, do you put them like at the end of an escalator and just let the shit (laughs) going on it? And you're like, oh, this will get it the wear and tear that I need. It's from stepping on all those necks. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do honestly walk through like piss and stuff when I first get them because I'm like, I really. And then once they're in that place, then I avoid stuff. Um,. Oh, we were we were talking about Justin Trudeau also before I go into my plan. I uh-huh. do love that Justin Trudeau has done blackface more than like more Halloweens he's participated in. <laughs> he's done it more, um, which is amazing because everyone's always being like, Meghan Markle rewore her Burberry coat three times. I'm like, Justin Trudeau wore blackface like 11. <laughs> Just a lot. A lot of times. That is a lot. It is a lot. She's more. famous. He is a he is a he's like the prince pr- prince the president the pr- of Canada. Prime minister. He's the prime minister. Okay. Of oh, wow. <laughs> do you want prime a, of Canada? Do you want a microphone? Um, he still oh got God. his job. I oh yeah actually, yeah he wait, still got it. Can I say something? I went to NYU. Not even the worst thing about me. Um, <laughs> and uh, he spoke at our graduation ceremony, yeah. but it was like before everyone knew about, or, or I think everyone like kind of knew, but like not enough. Um, and uh, all the girls were like, "Yes, Justin." Um, but I was like drunk and like sexing my ex, so a hero. Um, just a point for myself. Uh, oh, yeah. I was gonna say, that's the whitest shit you could have done. Yeah. <laughs> like, she made blackface about her. That was, like, an interesting, like, turnaround. Well, what about me? Yeah. Um, What's happening with the crowd? Hold on. You understand that this is this is a bit we're doing, right? I feel like they're like, she's being mean. I'm doing a character. Have we never watched Shark Tank? I'm Damon. What are you? <laughs> I don't buy anything. <laughs> I'm Mark Cuban. Like, let's hear more. Let's yeah. hear more. Who is that? I don't see it. Let's hear this. more. Let's hear more. Um, I'll be Laurie. Put it on QVC. <laughs> that works for you, honestly. Um, okay. Well, so my my pitch um, is uh, I tried to make a PowerPoint, but I, I downloaded an app. It cost me $4, and then I couldn't get it to work. Um but uh, so I think that uh, reparations that could, could actually work um, is the pitch. Uh, what reparations that like like I think a, an interesting way of doing reparations like like kind of like integrating them into like uh, sort of like a natural way to do it would be um, a lot of times my friends are like you you spend money on like stupid shit like stuff that like I feel like white woman would spend money on like I recently paid to get my energy healed um I have to say I started by I went to the psychic here's the thing okay so I was drunk I again I I am having a breakup uh, breakup it is true it's like I am really making racism about me uh but (laughs) it's so crazy because you're like she's doing it and I was like I actually really am uh but uh I went through a breakup and then I like went to a psychic when I was blackout and then she like wasn't there and then I was like don't worry I'll come back the next day which is so bad because the psychic is supposed to catch you but I was like I will return um 
I spent money on the psychic and then I like spent money on an energy healer. So it'd be like every time I do something like that, I also have to pay for a black person to do that as well. Um, like they also go to the psychic, but I, I pay. Do you hate this? <laughs> wait, so wait. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I know it is. Hold this on. is genius. No, I just said. Uh, wait, so oh. Oh, I'm not saying. So okay. you're the the more the, the more in, the interest the more interesting way of doing reparations is that you just get a black friend. I no, I have some. They, I, <laughs> A black uh, friend that you wait for. You're like, I'll wait for you to come back tomorrow. No, 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 no. I'm saying that you pay for... So it's like every time I... So like another thing is like every time I invest in like uh, my... Like a Kickstarter or like for um, my web series about like hookup culture or something like that. I also have to invest in like... Like anytime I spend money on something like the, the psychic killer... I would I would also pay for you to We don't want that bitch like that. That's goofy white woman shit. She's no. like, I know what I would like, so of course you would like it too. Duh. Like, no, that's I'm this sorry. This is just Tom's shoes for everything. I don't want your dirty ass shoes. Okay. I just wanna say you would think the psychic energy healer wouldn't do stuff for you. It really does. It really <laughs> You, you see, I think you would like it. I just, I don't know. We went together. No, I'm not going to lie. I do. I'm really into crystals and shit, shit, but like I'm in character. I'm committing to my bit. Okay. (laughs) But like after this, tell Tell me me the name of the healer. I also like, like, uh, like another thing I spent money on is, have you guys heard of Vajayshals? Yeah, it's facial. I can't see her, but she's very smart. Um, they're facials for your vagina. Um, so that too. They exfoliate your pussy. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It is. They call it the peach smoothie. They be putting like the cold, the cold mask is on it. Yeah, and they steam it, and it's that's a cold mask. Don't ask me. Stop asking me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> a charcoal, charcoal. Yeah, it's a charcoal. Shit, the, the barbecue, they put that shit. They be drinking that shit and all that shit. They be drinking a charcoal, nigga, barbecue in their stomach. Uh, you said it's called a peach smoothie? It's called a peach smoothie, yeah. It's called a peach smoothie and it's for your vagina, not your butt? No, they have that too. I'm just going I by emojis. I have gotten it as well. Uh, but yeah. Oh, but that was man. just an So yeah, but the, the, the idea is um, things like that. And I guess to say to the thing of like, oh, I wouldn't like that. I just think that everyone will. I just, (laughs) I really, I really think that everyone kind of does want sort of a clean, dirty Air Force One psychic energy healer. And I think that would be great. So wait, is your pitch turning everyone into white women? Yes. (laughs) Cancel, cancel, cancel. No. Cancel. It's a great idea. Cancel. 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 Cancel.
No, it's, 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 so the night I go to the psychic and then yeah. it, it just I just looked up a psychic because I was like I should go. Yeah. Um. You should. <laughs> look, when you you can't wait, the psychic says to me, she's like, "This is the same thing as if you had a cold. Like you have to go to the doctor. I'm the doctor." Um, That's not how doctors work. Well, <laughs> so uh, so I went to the psychic, but it was just, it was like an uh, apartment, and then I called the number, and she was like, "I read for my apartment." So then I came back the next day. That's how you. And get then raped. the day after that. <laughs> okay, so then you had to rest. Yeah, and, and then the next and day, and then the next day, I went to the energy healer, which you also have to rest after. Yo, and they, they never, shift stuff. So. Yo, you'll never just sit there like by yourself and think about things. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Nah, nigga, I just think that? about shit. Nigga, don't need nobody tell him what to think about. <laughs> you're like, yo, here, Kitty, what you think you're about, a Scorpio, you know? right? You know that. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> um, I think you would like it, Scorpio. You know, you have like an intense energy. I'm a Scorpio rising. Um, uh, I think you would enjoy it. You know. I mean, I'm in tune though already. <laughs> I'm tuned in. You feel me? I ask myself the the questions that healers would probably ask me. I'd be like, Yo, how you feeling, vibes? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Vibes, you already know the vibes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think okay, okay. What sign are you? Can I just ask? I'm an Aries. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> it's like it's so is Anya. It's like What's it's your like sign? it's like I'm a Virgo. Uh, Aries is like you're like uh, an Aries is like a Virgo with a backbone. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I know, bitch. I'm an Aries. Okay. <laughs> Everyone said, I said, oh, it seems like you're an Aries. And everyone went, ooh. That's okay. That's just, you Them. know. Okay. I'm sorry. Now I'm, now, I'm, now I'm bonding with you. And like, you know, don't worry about that. They don't matter. It don't matter. Um, uh, what are you? Uh, cancer. She's crafty, oh guys. I'm just saying, do you see how she turned? Like, y'all have a way. She turned it all the way around. I'm her friend now. We have plans. Yup. <laughs> we Hold are on. going to I'm the like psychic sweating. together after she the show. tapped into my energy. You see how slick this shit is? She, also, she just became friends with you and also just asked a brown person, what are you, in front of a room <laughs> full of 100, 100 people? <laughs> what are you? What make are you? But cancer, you're very sensitive. You That's know, you're true. very sweet. You yeah. enjoy it. What's up? Oh, what that's everybody. I'm I'm just buying it again. What are you again? What are you though? Oh, I'm a Libra. Libra. I love Libras. I don't like Zodiac shit because they be like, you Scorpio, you like to fuck. Everybody like to fuck. (laughs) Fuck is wrong with you. Every sign like to fuck, yo. I like some people ain't shit. Some people is shit. I like it because it like evens the playing field on like discrimination. You know? Yeah. Because you can like say some mean shit about somebody, but you still know their birthday. You're like, yo, yeah. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit rising, yo, for real. Like, <laughs> my shit is like fertilizer, you feel me? This is a flower rising out of the out of the shit. Yeah. Sometimes I actually don't like to fuck though. It's just, <laughs> okay, it's so very... maybe you now oh you was I was a... gonna say the same thing. I was like, I I bought a weighted blanket, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every void has been filled. Yeah. I'm good. It's... 
I'm all set. Nah, I'm on board. Whatever you're selling, like sis, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it started off questionable, but I believe in your own confidence. Like, I was like, she seemed, she seemed like it's working for her. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you Thank came you. out here Thank you. like this and was like, okay, so I'm with you, sis. Thank you. I'm really excited to go to the psychic, and we will go. I'm very excited. <laughs> How much did it cost? Okay, so that's... that's <laughs> Great question. Yeah. Though. It can really... So... <laughs> Sort of your range is anywhere from like forty to a hundred something dollars. Are you going to pay twice that, man? That's, that's what, like that's, the that's price of like an eighth and a quarter right there. Yeah. It's like you can buy eight for forty and a quarter. Well, for yeah. I, I, when I first went to the psychic, it was only forty, but the the energy healer was more. But again, the breakup it's really affecting me. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think the total it was probably like a hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Is that crazy? <laughs> I don't know. No. I gave a psychic in New Orleans like $25 to tell me some shit. And it is like, funny because you, you are literally dropping $100 so someone's like, I feel like you have anxiety. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You make a lot of She bad did say decisions. that to me. She was like, you, it's like, what, did, what does, do I expect? It's like, I show up to her apartment in the middle of the night like, I need to see you. And she's like, you're going through something, right? <laughs> Feels like something's going on. Yeah, I honestly feel like you got that psychic at a steal if she's it's good. Just for, yeah, because yeah, the going rate is like 300, 350, depending on what coast. I mean, I don't know that personally, but because I'm a good shark and I know the damn, I know the market. You know what I'm saying? Like that. You know what I mean? If you go to Faye in LA, like it's going to be more. You know what okay. I mean? But tell her I sent you, it might be lower just because like <laughs> when I was doing market research. I feel like Kerry know people that do. I feel like Carrie know people that <laughs> heal energy. Oh yeah, see? Do you do crystals? Like, yeah, I, well, you have to get healing crystals. Yo, you really do? No, because seriously. No, because in our line of work, we come in contact with so many people and yeah. we have to, like, reset you their energy. Balance. We were talking we about do. this before. We when you were. have sex with a man, he fucks his aura exactly. into you. And then sometimes you, and then sometimes you get BV and you're like, oh my God, it's not me, it's him. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do, you're oh so God. right. <laughs> You're right, you're right. It's so true. So, Carrie's investing. How's everybody else feel? I'm sold. I'm talking differently and everything. Like, your energy became my energy. Like, I went to NYU. We were all in Tish. We were. Yeah. Started tap dancing 18. What do you guys think? Y'all are... What do you guys think about our pitch? So, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like what you're both pitching is uh, self-care and taking care of yourself, which is a great thing maybe for the nation and could heal some of the uh, racism that's uh, troubling us. So I'm, I'm buying in big time. Carrie, you're giving me a look like motherfucker. I mean, actually, we're not sharing. Shut it down. Oh. <laughs> we're good. Your name's Pete now. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't really know, man. You talking about geodes and gemstones and birthdays? <laughs> geodes. That just sound like a big fucking like I don't know. Sound like a diversion. You know what I'm saying? They want you to start investing into all of that. Namaste. You know what I'm saying? Namaste. Namaste. Chill. All that shit. You like nah. <laughs> That, that that I have to say that is offensive to have me, right? Have a spine. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> How you think I feel when I see other people with dirty Air Force Ones? Like, the same, the same <laughs> offense. I'm like, this is our shit. You doing? That's not what it was meant for. It was meant for a hot summer day. I just feel like we're really tea. leaning into the, all the crystal shit of this, but it's gonna get weird, real weird when like one white teenager buys a gun and then uh, and then a black kid has one too. <laughs> That's I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, this nah, is going a, right out the window. You know what my answer is? Like I said, I fucks with Kerry, but Kerry, feel I feel like you a little brainwashed a little bit. But then also I feel like because you West Indian, you got an energy healer in your family. So you really on the low trying to get true, your family true, some I business. Do have one. She trying to get the family business. So I'm a rock with Kerry, yo. Cause Miss Cleo died and there's a void. You know hey. what I mean? There's a void. I knew that was the I knew that was the underlying thing going on. I saw it. So I fucks with it because I want my people to eat. <laughs> Damn. Well, thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Thank Make some noise to Rachel Senate, everybody. Damn, Rachel won. Damn. Rich one. Wow. We're the, leaving. The come from behind uh, victory. <laughs> With the come from behind victory. Wow. Damn. Is she the only one that won thus far? No, we have invested in Bernie. Oh, yeah, Bernie. I fucked yeah. with Bernie. Yeah, Bernie was good. Bernie was good. Well, we got one more. Fucks with Everybody. The I thought two uh, more. Was that? No, it's one more. Oh, my bad. One per- <laughs> Somebody had to drop maybe. out. That's fine. I understand why somebody would ditch this nonsense. Somebody ditches you. Uh, y'all ready for one more gingerpreneur? Y'all feel good? Y'all feel like Woo! y'all in a good mood? Hell yeah, man. Everybody make a lot of noise. He's one of the funniest comics in town. I don't, you know, there's not much introduction to be done. Everybody make a lot of noise for Ryan Donahue. Yeah! Hey! He already got my vote. He coordinated his sneakers in the t-shirt. He knew where he was going. Yeah, outside. I was going outside. The great white hype. Come on. I see you. Okay, so what? I just just do this? What's up, guys? What's up, everybody? Hey. All right. So, um, oh, wow. This is going to, it's kind of (laughs) small. I did it all on my phone. Is there a way to center it better? Comfort is the enemy of progress. No, first of all, those are the first two lines of anybody I've ever fucked. I'm like, wow, this is too small. Yo, can we center to, this better? And he like, yeah. Yo, can we recenter it? Is there can a we chance? recenter it? You, you on we, the edge. Yo. Can we recenter it? You on the edge. I can't could, get with the right angle. You on the edge can, of the bed. I got to get you in the middle. If we can blanket. find the center. I got to get you in the middle. Okay, so my whole shit, <laughs> my whole shit. Uh, is uh, essentially uh, comfort being the uh, enemy of progress. That was the guy who uh, fucking made the circus. He said that, right? Wriggling? Yeah, yeah, whatever his name was. And um, and so I'm saying uh, that's sort of at the root. Also, I went to see that movie alone, and uh, and someone was like, I had a backpack, and they like called me out, and they were like, well, you need to look in that backpack. Um, and so that was uncomfortable, which is progress. <laughs> You understand? I was like, all right, in the name of progress, these these are my snacks that I've snuck into this fucking place. All right. So, I've done some research. And I feel what better place to go uh, than the uh, birthplace of racism, uh, Boston, Massachusetts. So, this is... (laughs) So... um, So, yeah, what I've done... What I've done is I've... I've watched uh, the movie uh, Goodwill Hunting. 
And uh, if you don't know the movie, uh, Will is a humble genius who was abused by his dad. And the key uh, to that is that um, he was humble um, because he was abused, okay? Oh, in man, fact, Ryan. In fact, all the good guys in the movie were abused by their dad. So I took that along with some personal experience and I created this line graph. <laughs> now we can see here how tolerable a white guy is is in direct correspondence with how mean his dad was to him. Holo, 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 holo. Yo, this motherfucker is unlocking some shit. Like, <laughs> yo, so, you know how many nice white dudes I know that's like, yo, I hate my moms or my father. One of the two. So, they, they hate one of their parents. So, they, yeah, there cool. is. So, um, yeah, because, and here's the thing. So, I started grinding my, you know, the wheels a little bit. And I realized that the love of white fathers is really what's allowing these problems to perpetuate. Mm. Say it again. As we Say can see, again. big facts. That's as we a big can fact. see here in this photo, father <laughs> and son, there's near, there's zero change. Where there is love, there is zero change between a father and a son. Facts. We haven't grown at all. We've gone nowhere because the love of a white father is very similar to that of like a bartender liking you, in which it, it feels good, but it's ultimately bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, facts. Um, nah, and y'all this... laughing. This he kicking some real shit. It's big facts, yeah. Real, exactly. some real shit. This is some real shit. And this is uh, this is a problem that dates back uh, to history. <laughs> um, in fact, uh, my research has shown. <laughs> that um, the Confederate flag is the official flag of me and my dad are more than friends. So. <laughs> so, um, uh, what I am, uh, what I'm proposing is that uh, white men need to break up with their dads. First and foremost. It needs to be a separation, um, a clean break. That's the step one, and uh, I should be clear, this is true for women, too. As we can see, that is a girl with a turkey, and that's her dad. They look the same. <laughs> so, white women are equally uh, capable of becoming clones of their father. Another piece of evidence to this point is this girl with the Trump hat. Now, I know that her father is not present in the photo, but if you look closely at her face, her eyes are vacant, and therefore she is not in the photo either. <laughs> so. This is a bad white boy. I have to say, and this is very important. This is very important, everybody. Uh, the breakup must not be a hard break. It cannot be a, a hard break. Um, it has to be gentle, because otherwise you will hurt his feelings and he will join a group. And the cycle will continue. So something like, um, oh, also, yeah, this is an important fact, too. 
I think um, it's important to note that there is a direct correlation between uh, how much white girls publicly shame their dads uh, for his political beliefs and how much he has helped them financially. <laughs> so, the more he helps you financially, the more entitled you feel to destroy him publicly for your own personal gain. So what I'm proposing is that white girls simply thank their Republican fathers for putting them through college before they move to Brooklyn and attempt to make a living shitting on him forever. <laughs> All right. Um, and a simple way to do this effectively is um, I think we should just be friends. I noticed, you know, I just don't think we need to be parented at 30. That's not dad anymore. That's a guy who looks like you who used to give you baths. That's what it is, okay? So I know hard truth, but no 30-year-old needs a dad. It's redundant. It's odd. You become a container for all of his weird thoughts, and we don't get anywhere. You understand? So step two. This took a turn. <laughs> Step two is mom, okay? Now, what I propose with mom is uh, we need to take the Pinot Grigio away from white women. I don't know how we're going to do this. I know. I know. The worst part is I got that for you. You did. You did. I know. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't see it happening without violence. I really don't. It's going to be a violent endeavor. I understand that. So maybe there's a way to find some compromise. One thing I've thought of is um, like a timed release of the Pinot Grigio from what would be like a gerbil feeder for the white ladies. So, that, so we can monitor their intake of Pinot Grigio. Make sure that they still have what they want, but not to the extent that it uh, ruins. Because oh, what is true in um, the translation uh, to Pinot Grigio, if you don't know, is uh, the great debilitator of progress. Now, uh, Pinot Grigio has just enabled uh, white women to remain complicit inside of a system that is ultimately bad for everybody, including themselves. And when the Pinot Grigio... Uh, when, the, when the Pinot Grigio is not enough, they, uh, they turn to Xanax. And, um, and then that combination is lethal. And uh, I have done some research on this as well. Um, as you can see, my personal experience shows that how angry a young white boy is is directly correlated to how much Pinot Grigio his mom drinks. So, by allowing these women to drink the Pinot Grigio, we're creating more angry white boys who live near Walmarts. You understand. So... <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I was near a Kmart. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So, um, where are we going? To oh, yeah. Also, okay. <laughs> also, I think once we get uh, the Pinot Gris monitored, uh, we need to take Oprah away from white women um, because it creates the illusion that they have a black friend and they don't. <laughs> Now, I've drawn this into a simple equation. Uh, Pinot Grigio plus Xanax plus Oprah equals the illusion of progress. And um, 
so that needs to be addressed. So I think because racism is a systemic problem, if we start from mom and dad there, we are working. That is the inside of the home solution. Now we have to go outside. So step three of my plan is to eliminate the suburbs <laughs> entirely. We need to do away with the suburbs. The suburbs have been a petri dish of white comfort for far too long. Um, there it is, the white Mecca. It is a place where we have two first names. Uh, Ashley, Sarah, for example. It's a, there's just no end in sight. There's the illusion of eternal whiteness in the suburbs. And uh, if we take a closer look at the picket fence, we can actually see that the picket fence itself is keeping out new ideas, progress. <laughs> it's managing to keep out dancing, joy, empathy for addicts. <laughs> it's not allowed past the picket fence. And of course, universal health care. <laughs> Can't. What stays inside is um, uh, beige food and posters of Barack Obama. But. <laughs> so. By knocking down the picket fence of the suburbs, um, we will force our suburban brethren to uh, mingle with uh, the folks of the woods. Where, hold, hold on. Where white people truly are have a culture. Granted, it's like eating squirrels and shit, but <laughs> it's at least something because the woods people are staying in the woods. That's a fact. Which people, this is the source of gentrification here. So if suburban people mingle with woods people, they will feel that they have a sense of culture, and as a result, when they move to the city, they will not feel the need to take it from everyone else. You understand? Okay, thank you. Um, step 3A, and it's a white culture mix-up. Now, this is still in the vein of making us uncomfortable because that's what creates change. So what I am proposing is we take the Confederate statues out of the South because it's uh, enabling a narrative that uh, ties ignorance with history and there's a lot to be overlooked there. And I think once we remove that narrative, we'll be they'll be forced to sit with themselves in the South. And I propose that we move all of those statues to Burlington, Vermont. <laughs> where white people have gone to think about nothing but white people shit since forever. <laughs> um, maple syrup. If it's not maple syrup, they don't know about it in Burlington. Um, they about are, the coat factory, yo. Yeah, and I think it's time that people in Burlington realize... Burlington coat factory with more than great yeah. coats. Okay. That they are likely related to everybody yeah, like We would do a coat drive, but let's just sell them for cheap. <laughs> That's a good plan. All right. We're sorry. You were doing so No, you're great. Well. You're yeah, you great. Shit. Final step. Step four. It. We need to address the cool whites. Now. Who? Ooh. The cool whites <laughs> are, the white, are the whites that have managed to get out and uh, be where they're at uh, in, on purpose instead of carrying the fucking uncle uh, shit and then they can't dance and shit. So, now. Um, what I... First thing I think that needs to happen inside of addressing the cool whites is we get rid of Supreme entirely. Supreme <laughs> needs to go. It is a fucking shell 
that uncool whites have been hiding behind for entirely too long. It enables them to not change because they fit in in a way that's annoying and it sucks. I don't really have any thoughts other than that on that, but I just think that that needs to happen. Also, uh, no more robots for white people. <laughs> because uh, we, uh, we treat Alexa like shit, and it makes us feel like we have swagger because she's a fucking robot. So we feel cooler by comparison because robots can't dance and shit. And so if we get rid of the robots, we'll have to face the fact that we're, we're not that fucking cool, you know? Robots now, can dance now. Say what? Robots can dance now. They can. Yeah. Well, I guess, um, I guess, I guess, all right. <laughs> I hadn't considered this. You can see I clearly put more thought into the beginning of the presentation. <laughs> Time is, uh, you know, uh, of essence in all endeavors, and uh, you get the idea. Um, also, I've made a cool white line graph. Uh, no one can see it, though. Uh, uh, but uh, I, will <laughs> I will say on the bottom, we have lizard white. That's like a Mark Zuckerberg of the world, you understand? <laughs> and then next to him, we have serially ambitious whites. That's the Trumps, the CEOs, the hurt people that aren't addressing their hurt and are instead turning it into money. Ambitious whites, that's more like, uh, I can't read that, but <laughs> the line of neutrality is uh, the people, the tech guys, the robot guy. You know, they're, they're their problem, but they don't know it, and they feel like it might be true, but they, you know, it's a hard thing to really put your finger on. And then on this end of the line, I should say we never get to cool. Um, at no point do we achieve the closest we've achieved to cool is mysterious white which was like James Dean but that's largely because he was mostly hidden in every photo a lot of shades going on a lot like the only way to actually come close to being cool as a white person is to be slowly vanishing the entire time you're existing um, and so uh, yeah I think uh, in doing all of those things we uproot the comfort that has enabled these things to continue and uh, racism is on its way to uh, being uh, solved that's my presentation thank you everybody I appreciate you I now open the floor to questions or to comments or concerns I just heard Shorty say he different <laughs> you say thank different you. did I hear different not you, some the woman behind you. She's mm. the most vocal. I like the way you don't snitch on yourself. <laughs> She's like, well, I look like snitching on myself. Well, look, nah, I, I fuck with I it. Just, I just want to shake your hand. Hey, I don't got no yeah. questions. Thank I fucked with Ryan, man. That shit was like all, like you really went to the root of yourself. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah, projected I, it upon the projector. I created this on top of a mountain. Yeah, you projected yeah. it on, to, on upon the projector. Yes. The wildest part of that whole thing is that you just spent like ten minutes building yourself as a up as a cool white man, and then you tore down cool white dudes immediately. And yeah. I never be that. Cool. And I have so much respect for that. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I'm glad you saw that. You know. Yeah. See, this is why yeah. he hosts the podcast. He can see behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> see, this is why I write for TV because I see a story. Uh huh. <laughs> Ryan, I was very impressed by your pitch. Thank you. You, you really looked at a lot of angles. Uh -huh. uh, and built a very convincing case. I did have a question. Mm -hmm. What about the <clears throat> racist whites without parents? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to dig on them, but the unfortunate racist orphans of the world. Who are you talking about, like Bruce Wayne, nigga? What <laughs> right, did you talk about? Batman? Yeah. Where the butler this. finds him, like, oh, no, you good, nigga. 
You thought you were stranded? No, I got you. Okay, so what's really, uh, to my mind, uh, racism. Wrap up after this. It, the, the real problem is the ambition behind the racism. A per, a, an orphan, if, as you, you use your words, a racist <laughs> orphan. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, a racist orphan, That's in a good the words of him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, will not, the, the odds are that the racist orphan will not believe in himself enough to actually perpetuate the racism that he feels. He'll probably just eat it with his meals and die alone. <laughs> okay. Well, you've answered my question. I'm sorry to make you answer that. <laughs> no, I had a good time answering it. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. So it, I is, loved it. I thought it was great. I love uh-huh. that you really, I believe that racism starts at the, at the home. Mm-hmm. And I am a firm believer of um, you guys getting together with your group and nipping that shit in the bud. And right. I really like that. I yep. thought that was a great, like, preventive measure. You know yep. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The one note, which is dumb, right? Because, like, I really agree with everything you said. The only thing that you said was that gave me pause was the cool white thing because it's like, says who? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this whole time you're like, oh, we wear Supreme or we're cool. And, like, we like, nah, we not buying it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, we no, still know. know. So it's like. That, but that's, the, that's such a minor oh, note. Well, the cool it's was like in cool quotations. Is, it was in quotes? Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. I love that. Okay, you see how you clarified it? For those of you it? at home. Wow. And like you came out here with the fresh Dominican blowout. I was like, I fuck with him. Like, I understand. <laughs> so, I love you. you Go ahead. Prepared at every Go angle. Go ahead. Man. He on pink roller status yeah. and shit. Okay, right. sir. You okay. showing off. All right. I'd say we did it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. I'm in. I'm in. Hey. We're in. Yo, thank you so much for coming out, man. This is Dark Tank. Make a lot of noise for Surin Choksi, Petey Diabreu, Carrie Cotter. And I want y'all to do me a favor right quick. Follow the podcast on Instagram. Follow all of us on Instagram because we do the whole show. is fucking dope as hell. Y'all are dope as hell, man. Come to another show. What are you doing? Follow. I post updates all all the time. You know, come to the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Go home. Forever Dog. This has been a production of Forever Dog and the Brain Machine Network. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Leif Enoxon, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. 